American songwriter. We had the opportunity to talk to husband and wife duo Bure and Gabrielle of The Kush over a Zoom video. Both Bure and Gabrielle talk about their individual journeys in music, where they both grew up, and how they got into music. They're both from Texas. Gabby grew up with piano and later in life took on the bass. Bure picked up a guitar at an early age. His grandfather had a guitar, which he passed on to his mom. And she kind of just threw it under the bed, but he was curious about this guitar, so he ended up picking up and learning how to play it. They talked about the bands they're in prior to meeting each other, the band that they formed when they first met, moving to Vermont to form the Kush, getting signed to Ben Harper's record label, and having Ben Harper actually produce and work with them on one of the songs on their album. You can watch our interview with the Kush on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with the Kush. Our podcast is all about you guys and your journey in music. Did read your husband and wife, which is awesome because yeah. yeah. I. I our, this podcast, my wife and I started, uh, we used oh, to cool. do it together, but um, unfortunately, uh, COVID has made plans, different plans for us with our kids. So she's yeah, in there yeah. and does more of the back end. But yeah. I love that you guys are, are husband and wife duo. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We understand how that is. We, we do a lot of tag teaming ourselves when it comes to running things. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's been interesting this past year for for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Act. Yeah. How is your family? We're doing well. We actually just moved to Nashville um, from oh, nice. Southern California. We, it's oh, been good. Like two months since we've been here. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. We love it so far. Uh, I did see you guys are in Texas. So that was actually our first choice. Okay. Um, but yeah, we ended up going with Nashville. But uh, are you both born and raised in Texas? Yes. From the same yeah, area? I, no, I was born in Arlington, Texas. Okay. Yeah, and um, I grew up in um, kind of northeast, northwest of here in a little town called Chico. Okay. It's near Cater. And then, yeah. how, well, I'll say, well, how did you get into music originally? I would say um, family, you know, have, okay. growing up in a family that uh, some of my family members played music and we had piano and some guitars laying around. Um, but then I pursued it more when I was around 19 years old. And then we met when we were 21. Yeah, and um, I guess the same thing with me, you know, my, um, I had musicians in the family and my grandpa always uh, played guitar and um, he gave a guitar to my mother who just kind of put it under the bed. She, she loved music, but she was not a musician. And then I got interested in it and pulled it out. And uh, between my grandfather and my aunt, they taught me some chords and, just kind of always played and wrote songs and then luckily our paths crossed sure oh wow okay so it was your grandfather's guitar that's amazing do you still have that guitar no my brother has it oh, I, have does? A, I have one of his electrics but my brother has that that acoustic still wow. did your grandfather yeah. like you did you watch him perform as a kid um you know when i was little i remember we would go to their house and he always had a room that had his um, amps and his guitars and stuff and his microphone and he would turn it on and just, you know, play and we would dance around. And uh, my aunt is a amazing singer and piano player and she does mostly 
all gospel music, but I would love it when she would get on the piano. It was just like, so for me, it was like a party, you know? Sure. A lot music, yeah. That's amazing. Were you in bands growing up in high school and stuff? Well, no, I mean, uh, I had a friend and um, we jammed together and, you know, we sort of had like a band, played a couple of little gigs, but um, it was just like a, a growing process, you know, when I met, when we met. And um, that was kind of, that's kind of about the time when people either, you know, take it seriously or, you know, if they're just meddling, they throw it behind and we, we were serious about our music. <laughs> Kept on going. <laughs> and what was the first instrument you learned to play? Um, well, we, I grew up with a piano in the house and, uh, I, I wasn't given lessons, but my sister was, and she taught me to play a little bit. Uh, I was more interested in just playing out the melodies that I could hear in my mm -hmm. head. And, um, then around 18, 19, I decided I wanted to play the bass. Uh, I was just intrigued with it and bought one, started playing it and never stopped wow is it there just you're just intrigued by it there wasn't any other like well at first i wanted to be a drummer and then i decided i don't know if i wanted to deal with all the drums and setting them up you know, <laughs> sure <teenage>. of course <laughs> and, um but back then i dated a couple of guys that were musicians and so they would play together and i'd be hanging out decided to pick up the bass and mm -hmm. i really loved it um and it, it just, it's a lot of fun and it helped me through a lot of things in life. So I just kept going. And did you end up joining a band? Like how did your paths cross? Yeah. So uh, Burek played in a band with a good friend of his. Um, how long were you guys together? Maybe a few months. We, it, we would just like, my friend uh, had a drum set. I had a guitar. We jammed all the time. Um, and we, you know, we had a few little original songs and we played a couple of um, shows. And after the first or second show we played, the owner of the club told us we couldn't play there anymore. We, <laughs> Why was we, that? Well, we were bad. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and oh. We, needed, we needed to go practice. Okay. Uh, and so then I was, I broke my leg and I was, you know, back home playing my guitar and sitting around. And then uh, my friend who played drums, he said he was uh, he had met Gabby and they were going to start jamming together. And um, we then... played a couple of times together, just bass and drums. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, let's keep playing. You know, a guitar player. And he's like, yeah, my buddy Burette. Yeah. So. And so then I started jamming with him. And um, then we had a different, you know, we brought in another girl that was a singer. And then we played that same club again. And uh, the owner loved it. He's like, you know, like, <laughs> you did your work. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and is that how Kush started? No, 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 no. That was years and years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, our, our first band was called Buck Jones. Yeah. And we played in a band together from the time we met in the early 90s um, until, what, 2000? Um, something like that. And we put out three albums with that band. And Oh, uh, wow it all over the u.s and mm -hmm. um yeah yeah a lot mm -hmm. and then that thing um you know it fizzled out you know we all grew mm -hmm. out of that and kind of had about a year of you know deciding what we were going to do and we were also wanting to relocate ourselves and so um we did some recordings and then we moved to vermont and you know we released 
the album is the Kush, and that's been our musical output ever since. Oh wow! Okay, so you guys ended up moving from Texas, mm-hmm. to Vermont, and, 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 and then and you started the Kush as a, just the two of you. Yeah, well, we had a version of the Kush here in Dallas that we put together with friends because we had um, home recorded our first album and we wanted to release it. And it was just the two of us mm-hmm. doing the instrumentation on the first album. And so then we put together this band of uh, friends of ours, and that was like the first uh, form of the Kush. Uh, and we played some shows around Dallas, Fort Worth, and moved to Vermont and then put together a band up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and we we lived there until 2010, so nine and a half years. Wow! And you've put out this is going to be your fourth record. <laughs> um, it'll be actually our fifth full album, and we fifth have a, and we have a EP too. Okay, wow! So the the fir- was the first record new appreciation. No, the first album was just self titled. Oh, okay. No new appreciation though. That's yeah. nice to know <laughs> that you you know they check that. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. So we, we had that thing recorded and released in Texas before we left the self-titled. And, yes. And okay. then um, a month later, you know, we were in Vermont meeting new musicians or like just starting from scratch. We knew, you know, we had toured up in the Northeast and we liked the compactness of, you know, some major places to play. And uh, we were kind of tired of Texas or or. I think maybe tired of we didn't want to put out a new project and just play to the same people again. You know, sure. we were we we're ready to just uh, explore. And um, when you're a band in Texas, it being such a big state, it can be difficult to get out of the state and play in other places on a regular basis, you know, or like on the weekends, especially if you're working a day job. So living up north, you could have the day job and go play some other states cities that are very close by you know three five hours and you're in boston or new york city mm-hmm. and montreal yeah so so that was kind of the the game plan when you guys moved there was that you're going to be able to hit more towns in mm-hmm. like, a, like a weekend or hoping so. or just to just to tour and in more in general in the east coast we just thought you know we thought our music would go over up there Mm-hmm. We had just had a feeling, you know, and we wanted to get out of the city and we wanted some nature and, you know, Vermont has that. And it turns out Burlington has a great music scene happening mm-hmm. for it as well. So yeah. we really lucked out there. We got there at a good time. It was sort of a transition time for them. A lot of people would say, you know, bands there get good and then move to New York City and you never see them again. <laughs> and then here we were moving to town. We wanted to be there. <laughs> sure. Uh, why <laughs> and, and so you know like it's great here but um yeah we, we we did a we did well and ended up playing with the best musicians in town we had a great band up there mm-hmm. um and we got to, we ended up getting to tour the northeast quite a bit yeah what was okay. like that go ahead no go ahead no. i was just gonna ask like what was like once you guys got there and kind of got to do quite a bit of touring what was like the next little like success you had i I, yeah, he goes. No, I don't know. I mean, I, w- <laughs> I would say uh, the first thing was we would try to play, book a gig in New York City once a month. Uh-huh. You know, we're like, we're up here. It's right there. We, you know, we got to go down there and play. We got to just keep going down there. And we played some 
you know, some neat, some really neat places and some really bad places. And um, we were pretty much, there were certain, you know, hip clubs that we wanted to get into, you know, and we would just hammer on them. And then we got offered a show. It was in the middle of January, of course. Uh, but it was a gig opening for uh, a band called The Early Years who were signed to Beggar's Banquet. And this was like their first tour of America and the show was sold out. Wow. Um, so we got to go down and open for them and they were fantastic and they liked us and we traded albums and just had a good time that night. Um, and then a few months later, we got an email from their road manager who didn't see us perform that night, but had fallen in love with new appreciation. And he invited us over to England to play a festival. Wow. Uh, and yeah. so that was the dream machine festival. And that was in 2007, 2007. Yeah. And so that was probably, you know, that was a great connection yeah. to meet him because he's been instrumental on every trip we've ever done over there. Yeah. He just becomes such a dear friend of ours and um, he loves booking his shows and tours when we can make our way over there. Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, later we, uh, you know, we would come down to Texas to visit you know, and at Christmas or whatever, we would make a tour out of it. So we would tour down, you know, and tour back up. Mm -hmm. And um, then we did a residency show, a residency tour where we played New York City once a month or once a week, right? Once a week, yeah. Yeah, we played somewhere wow. in New yeah. York City once a week, Philadelphia once a week, and Boston was Boston, Boston was a couple or, of times or a random. Yeah, Pittsburgh. City. Yeah, we went to Pittsburgh. Jersey. But we did that for a month. So every week we were just bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot <laughs> of that's it a was, lot of touring. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. But um <laughs> in the middle of that, that was around 2008. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Somehow we met um Catherine, who mm -hmm. worked for um Beautiful Day Media, and we had a barbecue at her place. They invited us over, you know. Because you'd see the same face. I, mean, I don't remember how we met her exactly. but She, she came to see us at South by Southwest. Oh, wow. Got, That's a great show to get on. Yeah we, <laughs> we, yeah. we got to play South by Southwest. And John Lynch, who books us in UK, had booked us on another a uh, couple of the great shows around South by Southwest. Um, and we met Catherine there. She worked for Beautiful Day Media, uh -huh. uh, which Elizabeth Bowen owns. Um, so it's at that barbecue that we met Elizabeth. Right. Who is um, who is part owner of uh, Mad, Mad Bunny Records. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so we met her and uh, we invited her out to see us play. We played at Pete's Candy Shop and her candy store. I don't remember. Yeah. But um, she came out, you know, we just, you know, we had a great show and she was she's been a fan of our music and we've been friends this whole time and you know she'd always say keep in touch you know and send me your new music yeah. and so i want to know what you're doing these days so. so it's really cool you know had we not done that we you know we wouldn't be our album wouldn't be coming out on mad bunny records now probably wow you know, we didn't have that but she uh yeah she's been such a a dear friend of ours and um you know like one of those people where you just just get each other you know and uh she's very down to earth lovely person so we had this album recorded before covid hit okay i was gonna yeah. ask you where you guys were at when that happened 
It was, um, we were completed January of what, 2020. We're talking about? The, when we completed the, our album. Oh. And um, so we were kind of like, well, now COVID hit, what are, what are we going to do? Sure. Um, saw on social media sometime in February that Elizabeth and Ben Harper were joining forces to create Mad Bunny Records. So we said to Perez, let's send her some music and see what happens. And that's what, how the, cause then Ben Harper ended up producing a song on the record, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Tell me about yeah. that. So you, you knew that they, that he was joining up with her to, to form the label. Yeah. I saw it on social media. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. So you sent mm -hmm. the record over and said, Hey, or like some demos over. Yeah. yeah I mean, we, we've always sent our albums to her and you know, it's just kind of like, you know, she didn't own a, have a label before, you know, she has her own company. And so mm -hmm. like, we never really worked together, but she was always, she, always when she would like give us her review of the album, it was always so spot on to me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like she totally understood our music, you know, where she's coming from and her um, musical knowledge sort of just nailed a lot of things. Um, so it was really cool to have, you know, that, trust in her um instincts i guess i would say yeah um and we do trust her a lot so anytime we sent our music to her we knew it was in good hands um i i sent it we sent it to her the the album was completed the, um mm -hmm. they weren't even in our mind they weren't demos and so when we heard back from elizabeth saying that ben harper loved our music and wanted to talk to us uh and he, he loved all of the songs as they were, but he had a suggestion on one of them, wanted to see if we were open to hearing that suggestion. And we we're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that must have been a big moment to find out that Ben Harper even oh, listened yeah. to your record. Not only that, but liked and wanted to help on a song. Oh, yeah. I know, you know, just knowing that she said she'd pass it on, you know, it's like, oh, that's really nice of you to do. But to me, it's like, he's never going to listen to it. <laughs> right. He's just going <laughs> to, you know, how much time does he have? That, you know, uh, I mean, over the years, uh, when I've seen, you know, musicians or people out, you know, that I've recognized, I've given, you know, you don't know how many people I've given albums to. And it amounts to nothing, you know. <laughs> sure. So, he listened to it. Yeah, you never know. So when you get that, um, when she said that he listened to it and loved, loved, loved the music, <laughs> we just, you know, you can't believe it. Yeah. I still really don't believe it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been fans of his music for a long time. Yeah. So the first meeting we had was in a Zoom meeting with Ben and Elizabeth. Um, it was exciting, but it was quite surreal, too. You know, yeah. this person who you look up to and their, the music that they make and all that they've done is, you know, right there. <laughs> yeah i mean was that was it nerve-wracking talking to him like he's just like hey yeah uh... yeah not really because you know i mean he's a super nice guy and okay. i heard that about him and yeah. uh, we were a little nervous at first yeah but then we realized he just or just... then when you get an email from ben harper back you know and it's like man i can't believe <laughs> you know trading emails with ben harper yeah wow uh, crazy but um yeah so the song haters was out of the whole album, it was the most stripped down song on the record. It was just like two guitars and a beat. And then um, I was singing the lead vocal on it and she was doing the harmonies on the choruses. Um, and that was like the quiet point of the album, you know, 
Um, and then that was when we talked to them, that was the song that they both honed in on and, um, you know, wanted to know if uh, we'd be interested in trying some things on it because they thought we could, you know, really turn it into something even more special. Uh-huh. Uh, and of course, you know, we're like, yeah, of course we'll try anything. You know? <laughs> yeah. we, we've got the ability to do that stuff here at home and we'll try whatever. Um, and I was totally open to the idea because I'd always felt that song. I would like that song no matter who did it. You know what I mean? Because it almost to me, I thought it could be a good country song, you know, or whatever kind of version you want to do. Um, and yeah, so it's got a timeless kind of sound to it. Mm-hmm. I was excited to hear her sing it and um, I knew she could do a great job. And so then, yeah, we did that. And then he uh, wanted to know, well, okay, you know, the vocal's really awesome. Would you guys be interested in, uh, I've got some friends, uh, a drummer and a stand-up bass player, and they could try some tracks on it. And I'm like, yeah, man, try it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, you know, it was amazing. They, they, they each send us, like, five different tracks to choose from. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever your style is here, we've got five different yeah versions, kind of the drums and stand-up bass and stand-up bass and bow um we're like yeah. wow <laughs> and we, we kept all of those tracks too it could be cool to do a, yeah. another version sometime yeah. <laughs> um but that was just amazing you know and so they're like pick out your favorite you know bass track and then pick up your favorite uh, drum track and let's talk about it and then we we told them which ones were our favorites and uh both times those are the same ones that ben liked oh that's so, cool yeah, yeah, you just knew that everything's happening yeah. as it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, now when I listen to the old version compared to the new, that there's really no contest, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, sometimes you think that the, to your ears it's done, you know, but you got to trust sometimes an outside ear mm-hmm. uh, because it can make things really more special. Mm-hmm. And especially somebody with the talent success of Ben Harper. I mean, I can't sure. imagine... You yeah. kind of have yeah. to take what he says and go, okay, he probably knows what he's talking about a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always, he and Elizabeth are so nice and so thoughtful in the way they present things too. You know, it's like from this place of I'm not saying that it's going to be better, but you know, let's see what it sounds like if we did that, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, right. it's just really uh, a thoughtful way to present something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're very respectful of our, uh, of our, you know, final decisions, mm-hmm. you know, if we're not feeling it or whatever. And they're like, at the end of the day, it's your record. And, you know, so it's well, just so cool. We seem to be real in sync with one another, all four of us. Yeah. That's amazing. And, mm-hmm. and so he was, he worked on least, uh, the one song on the record and mm-hmm. then he's putting yeah. it out with the, with the label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He worked on haters with us and mm-hmm. then they, they wanted the, all of the other songs as is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then like, what was it like putting the record out, you know, amidst this, the pandemic? Like, what was that like? It was so good to have something creative like this to work on. Sure. Um, Not being able to play shows, which we're regularly used to doing, um, felt very odd. And at times, you know, like everyone was feeling just a little lost and disheveled. So Mm -hmm. to have, something really positive and creative to work on with them yeah was uplifting 
<clears throat> and and, um, and just fun. You know, it brought something fun into a year that was really heavy. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was ended up being one of our best years, really. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in that in that way, you know, musically. Um, and then it was like also like a secret we couldn't really tell anybody for a long time. Oh, you, know? you couldn't say that you were working with them. Yeah, I mean, we could, but it was also like, you know, they wanted to, you know, make the announcement and all that stuff. So you yeah. just, it, it's always more was, fun for everybody, you know, when yeah. you can keep the secret. And right. uh, so, you know, we did a video. And so like when the single came out, it was like, hey, guess what? Here's yeah. our new thing. And here's this video. And it was real cool. I really only our family members knew for a long time. So that was, I mean, it was that, kind that of, he was working with was, you that we were working with. Yeah. That uh-huh. we were have a, a record deal with Mad Bunny records and we were working with Ben Harper and, and Elizabeth. Ryan. Um, it was, it was kind of easier to keep it a secret because of COVID, yeah. you know, we're not going out and doing stuff. Sure. sure. But well, you want to tell at people. the same time, <laughs> I was going to say, it must've been hard not to say anything. Cause I would oh. want to go out and tell everybody knock yeah. on the neighbor's door. Hey, right. <laughs> yeah. guess who I just got an email from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. That's so huge. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Just you know, collaborating with those guys on a video. And uh, yeah, was it interesting working like this way, like remotely on a record? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we do a lot of that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that's the way albums get mixed now, too. You mm-hmm. know, like back in the day, you would go sit on the couch, you know, you'd go in there and, I'm, you know, the guy would mix and you'd be like, hey, what if we do this and that? And yeah. Now it's um you send the music and they'll send a mix and we're like hey can we try this and this yeah. send it back so it's a lot of back and forth email oh. communication okay. or yeah. cell phone communication Sorry. and in some ways i could see why for uh the person doing the mixing it might be better without the client hanging over their shoulder you know <laughs> sure but, yeah. but it's like got to be real patient you know about um things coming back you know because we're sort of like well, I guess we could be perfectionists, but then again, David Castell, who mixes our albums, he's perfectionist. So yeah, and we've worked with him for you know on uh, several other records, so we've known him a long time. So that helps too. Whenever um, you've known somebody for a long time, so you just know where mm-hmm. each other are coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know, like in the instance with Ben Harper, it just seemed to be kind of like a an instant understanding of collaboration and. Um, musicians just figuring it out together kind mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. love that that's so cool it's, what, a, yeah. what a rad experience to have i mean to have yeah. Harper putting your record out and even wanting they're liking a song so much that you wanted to be a part of it yeah, yeah huge yeah, it amazing. is yeah we it was pretty surreal that first meeting when uh he was you know pulling up our music on his cell phone and going this one this is why we were like (laughs) (laughs) even up until that moment you know they were on there and he's like oh yeah i really like the song and he's looking to see if he can find it and up until even the moment that it came on i was thinking you know what it's gonna be some other band that he thinks right oh (laughs) this isn't you guys (laughs) oh this is the kush with a k Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, but still, I mean, huge. Um, and now that you know, it looks like some shows are are opening up and touring, maybe happening in 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 the fall. Are you guys expecting to or hoping to tour the record? Of course, yeah, yeah, Looking that would be great. Yeah, yeah, 
Have you um, had a chance to play at all since the, over the past year? No, we will be soon. No, we we have you know practiced with our band yeah. a few times, uh, uh -huh. not a lot, maybe about five six times. Yeah. Um, wow. And it was fantastic, you know. That we've but been offered. Everybody's but... been real safe, so we kept it like our little pod. You yeah. Know? Sure. Yeah. But we'll get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah gonna, it'll be exciting to, to play the, the record out. I'm sure you'll yeah, maybe, hopefully get some support from the label, too, as far as t the tour goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure some opportunities will come up. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, those guys are. They're always know. thinking. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're very clever, those two. He did ask us, you know, at our first meeting if we uh, like to uh, play live and if we like to play in front of a lot of people. And we both said, <laughs> Yeah. We did. <laughs> those things those are those are good things yeah, yeah. there you go right. well that's amazing and congratulations on the album that's so cool to, to have that label behind you and in, in yeah. success yeah, with you. ben harbor um yeah. i have one more question for you both i want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists mm. you know my advice would be to keep doing what it is that you love to do especially if it's something that helps you to feel better personally and it's, it's something that you want to offer out to others and helping them, however it goes in life for them. Um, and don't allow other people to keep you from pursuing that. Whatever it is that other people will sometimes try to, to do or project, um, it's just judgment in the end. So don't listen to it and just keep doing your thing love it yeah and so just do your own thing and uh keep doing it and you know make sure you have supportive people around you because that <laughs> that can go a long way <laughs> yeah exactly um positive people it should be a fun thing you know in the end it shouldn't be work if it's work playing with certain people maybe you shouldn't be playing with them you know if it's always drama or this or that you know just play with people that you know you all get along and uh everybody just wants to be there and have a good time and play music because it should be fun yeah and when it and when it is work or, and when it is hard that you come together in a collaborative way in a way that's supportive of one another because we all realize it's hard and stressful sometimes so um no reason to be anything but, but try to be your best and positive <laughs>